Welcome to Dub and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Luschak. I'm here with special guest and children's author, Priya. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me on the show. Now, where are you originally from? I'm from Siliguri, so it's a small town based in foothills of Himalayas uh, in India. So, <laughs> a beautiful scenic place. <laughs> From pictures I've seen of India, it looks like it would be a wonderful place to visit and have inspiration for yes. books. Yes, yes. Growing up there, I remember uh, Himalayas were the uh, way for me to know the directions. So if you're looking at the Himalayas, it's the north. So that's how I learned my directions. <laughs> well, that's a wonderful way to do it. <laughs> If the, this mountain here is north, everything yeah. <laughs> then so you'll not get lost. See, so first time when uh, when I went out of my area, which which was I was about eight or nine, I was like, oh my god, I'm in this place and there are no Himalayas. So how will I ever know the directions here? <laughs> oh, that's a wonderful story. <laughs> but we. We have the directions now, but what led you into being an author? I think uh, when I became mother, I wanted to see more books on values. Mm -hmm. And values are universal values. But for me, it's more inspired from Indian culture, the values of peace, education, individual, social, and ecological peace. So the basic concept for harmony is we have to be live in harmony with each other, with, within ourselves, and with nature. Exactly. That yes. is universal or it should be. Yes, yes. So so this is what I was trying to teach my children. And um, since childhood, I was writing off and on when I moved to my career as an accountant, I was as an auditor, to be more precise, I was making audit training materials for the big fours. And then again, when I became mother, I started writing stories and material for them. And eventually I started publishing them. So that's how it started. So I was writing, but not publishing. But then uh, I got inspiration from my children to publish them as well. And I'm so grateful that it has been received. So uh, I'm overwhelmed with how it is received. <laughs> well, you're teaching something that we have to teach to our young anyways. Yes. And we need more values and virtues yes. in our young now. Yes. Because somehow it got taken away. Yes. The life today has become very fast paced. You don't mm -hmm. even have time to stop and think like, what did you do? While when I was younger, I don't think our lives were so fast. And every day it, we woke up with, with 10 things to do. Mm -hmm. It was just going to school, probably doing some homework and then rest of the evening for ourselves to play and think and talk to people but now with COVID more so it has become so virtual people are not interacting too much it's very fast you often don't have time to spend with nature with people interacting with actual people and learning from each other so yes I would say in today's time it's even it has grown even more important to make us realize it is I mean how much time do we spend on the phone how much time do we spend on the computer Yes. When can we take time and go in our backyard and spend and hug a tree? That yes. sounds 
foo-foo, but at the same time, you need to get back to nature. Yes, yes, yes. And that is also a, it's, it doesn't come naturally nowadays, I see. Like you have to imbibe that in children, that you can be happy without any gadgets, mm-hmm. without any toys, and you are busy while doing nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I take my daughter hiking, and where we go, there's no cell phone re- uh, reception at all. The first time I took her, mom, the cell phone's not working. What are we going to do? What yeah. if we get lost? It's fine. Yes. I'll show you how to get navigate nature and not get lost in the woods. Yes. It's fine. So life skills. True. Yes. Without gadgets. Yes. It's refreshing to get away from the gadgets. It's refreshing to get back into nature yes. and to feel grounded to the earth again. Yes, yes. Spending t- time with oneself is so, so important, right? And we are missing mm-hmm. out on that because of so many other things going on. Exactly. So which was your first book that you published? So first book I published was on, on Indian festival, Raksha Bandhan. It's a unique festival uh, which can be found nowhere on the, in the world. It celebrates brother-sister bond. Okay, explain this. Yes, so a sister ties a friendship band kind of a bracelet to brother's hands and both both promises to protect each other for life. So that's a beautiful festival and my favorite festival. I have a older brother and and staying here away from him. uh, That's what inspired me to write that as my first book because it's just beautiful how siblings relationship is right it's Mm -hmm. it's it's really beautiful you can always fall back on your siblings and that I wrote that won an award and then I wrote a book ABCs of virtue which was all about virtues from A to Z active brave confident dutiful ethical and all these words explained in very simple language with rhyming couplets Mm-hmm. And the illustrations gives the example how children can easily Im- instill those values and live that daily. Very true. If we start off with a child, small child, and we start teaching them as they're little, yes, they will grow up with these virtues. Yes, yes. It's it's very easy for a child to learn, and that's why that book we more made into a board book. So that kids could start very early, they could chew on the book <laughs> and still learn. Because it's never, uh, for children today are very smart as it is. Like you can see six month old now counting. I have seen children counting. So if they can do that, then how are they young to learn values? Exactly. I had this, my daughter's 19 now. When she was six months old, we had her counting by going one, two, three, four, five with her fingers. Yes. You know, by the time she was in kindergarten, she was reading chapter books. It can be done. You just have to work with your child. Yes, yes. So teaching them virtues from the baby from six months up is possible. Yes. In in, uh, Hindi, in Sanskrit, we we have a saying that children are like, clay we need to mold them Mm -hmm. 
so that is how children are right whatever we give them at that age they'll be they'll grow up to become that exactly if you're teaching your child all the negative that's what they're going to grow up having if you start teaching your child you want better for your child than you did when you're growing up and you start teaching them better and you start molding them away from the negative they're going to be a lot happier and productive yes. adults yes yes that's what i've been advocating that emotional hygiene is also very important we we are we learn about physical hygiene each day with covid each minute mm -hmm. but what about emotional hygiene because that also became be, became a bigger topic during covid right and right. still i found very very few people talking about that so emotional hygiene is it it should be prime as part of education as well mm -hmm. because along with um, education giving them professional accomplishments and everything else everything materialistic they need to be happy inside that is how they will create happier world and emotional hygiene will give them that exactly i've been saying this for the last couple of years if anyone's been watching this show for the last couple of years and actually following you have to get emotions into the schools you have yes. to get into the mindset of a child if there's bullying what's going on with the bully let's yes. look at the bully first what's going on in their life that they're unfulfilled so they have to take it out on someone else yes. Yes. it's not just a bully and the one that's being bullied there's yes. more to it than that yes yes and it it can be easily corrected when they are child mm -hmm. as compared to when the bullies grow up right that time mm -hmm. it is a more difficult situation while if you just work on the behavioral aspect when they are young it it, it can be turned around way i'm sure it can be turned around it can be turned around so easily yes. if we get to the root of the problem yes. when they're children when they're in first to fifth grade, sixth grade, yes. if we can get them in that age group, a lot of this that we see going on can yes. be changed in adulthood. Yes, yes. With my publishing company, that was one of my goal to bring about, bring around cultural competence as well, along with peace education, cultural competence is also important, right? Because we see a lot of cultural bullying as well. And if we educate ourselves about goodness of each culture, the cases will reduce. Yes. See, this is why I love this show. I have all cultures on the show. Yes. I don't care what culture you are. Teach me. Let's yes. have a conversation. This is yes. fun. You know, you learn. I didn't know about the festival that you have in India. I didn't know about that. That's cool. I want to yes. see it you know, in some way, shape or form, because that interests me. Yes. Let's bring and this together. Yes, art, festival, food are the easiest way to connect, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Go to international festivals, go yes. and share in cultures, go and see the dances, take your children to these different festivals. Yes. You'll learn so much stuff yes yes and then we bridge the gaps yes and 
cultural bias, as the report says, they already sink in by the age of five. Mm -hmm. So we need to share these stories, picture books at an early age to learn about each other before they set in. Yes, we do. We, we have the bias of the culture. We have the bias of the race. We have the bias of how people talk. I'm yes. sure it doesn't matter if you're boy, girl, color of your skin, which religion, there's a bias out there yes. for it. Yes. We have to get away from that. We have to teach our kids early, like six months to five years early. Yes, yes. And books are, a, are very good ways to, uh, is a very good way to do that mm -hmm. because uh, it is kind of an endorsement for children if they see something in a book. Exactly. If the parents, if a parents are saying, it will be like, oh, they say always, right? Something mm -hmm. or the other. But if they see in a book, it is now endorsed. Now it has even bigger meaning mm -hmm. to what their parents had just said. So books play a very important role in childhood. Like I see my children, they are avid readers. Even my three-year-old, he doesn't know to read, but he's always in front of, front of books, seeing pictures, understanding what is written. Exactly. It's we take the books we read the books. Now we take it one step further. Now we have an avid reader when they get into preschool and elementary school and high school. Yeah. Now we can go one step further. We can get away from the negative TV and we're actually having them teach other kids. Yes. Businesses all across the planet are looking to make connections with people. Well, guess what? The Connection Magazine is helping businesses not only walking their personal connections, but to get connected to their potential. That's why you've got to connect to your potential and you can make it happen now because it is time to know your work. As you As get you connected get to people, to people all, across all across the planet, the, planet, the Vine Connections magazine will make it happen. Get featured in the magazine today and get your copy now because there's no other time than a divine time to get connected to the Vine Connections magazine. Isn't that wonderful how we can teach our kids to teach other kids? Yeah. It's an infection that we actually want. Yes, yes. So uh, there was a term which I learned from my seven-year-old. So he was telling me, um, so there is a bully. And if there, there is a person who is bullying, there is a third person as well, whom we called an upstander, mm -hmm. who can take the side of the person being bullied and confront the bully. I was like, oh, wow, I never knew that term exists. But he read some book on that. And he was like, Ma, eh, there is some person who had some problem in the school. And I was the upstander. I told the teacher that this is happening. Uh, I, I was really proud of him. So that important a book plays role in in child's life. It does. I mean, I have taken my daughter when she was in school. There have been times when there's a person being bullied that she stuck up for the child yes not only got the adults involved 
but then stay with the child until another adult was there to take care of the child. This is the power of books. This is why reading is important. This is why we teach values to our children, even if we didn't, were not raised with those values. Yes. It's easy to teach something that you were not taught once you learn it through a book. <laughs> yes, yes. And picture books are so much fun for even parents, right? For my books, I, mm-hmm. I always give a detailed note and glossary if required at the back mm-hmm. of the book. And one of the top reviews, which I all like, one of the most common reviews I always get is we love the note and the glossary because it gave us even more insight to whatever you have written. Uh, and, and that speaks to parents as well. Like picture books are just five minutes read. Mm-hmm. They have that time to spend, to learn. Yeah, we have five minutes. It doesn't take long to read a picture book. Yes. Five minutes is nothing. Yes. Then you get into the 30 minute reads and then you get into the hour reads. But at the same time, five minutes when you're a child on your parents' lap, that's priceless to that child. Yes, completely. So how many books have you written so far? So that I have to count in my mind. (laughs) So I've written, no, I'm joking. I've written four till now, which is published. And two more are coming out in September, which is again on Indian festivals, my, the biggest Indian festivals, my uh, Diwali and Holi. So it's called my, my Diwali Lights of Virtue and my Holy Colors of Cheer. Okay, what are those festivals? You, you mentioned that now, what are they? <laughs> so Diwali is the festival of lights. So basically okay. we, we light oil lamps in our house and it's also the festival of good over evil because there is a legend behind it which explains the whole story where the where lord rama uh, uh, got uh, his his wife back and uh, the demon was killed so that's the whole story of good over evil and um, uh, that's the reason we celebrate diwali and there is a greater message to it social peace ecological peace individual peace again be a virtuous person live in harmony with nature and with other people so that message is there in the book. It explains the science behind the practices and rituals we do, why an oil lamp is lit, why we have five days of Diwali, what are the legends behind all those. So it's it, it's a fun book. Uh, the illustrations are beautiful. Our illustrator Abhilasha Khatri did, did that uh, with minute detail, with everything. Uh, I uh, The favorite illustration of mine is the is the night ceremony which we have uh, when we pray to the idols we have um, the deities mm-hmm. uh, Lakshmi and Ganesha and that actually is the mandir which I have in my house I made in my house on Diwali I sent that photo to my illustrator can you illustrate this and put into the book <laughs> and it came out so beautiful so I'm really excited I got great reviews and endorsements for that book as well it was it is covered in forward magazine for the awesome. July-August uh, issue. And uh, uh, Professor Vednanda Ji, who is a renowned name in international law in the US, he uh, endorsed the book by writing a review. And the other book is My Holy, which is on uh, Indian Festival of Colors. It's, it's a spring festival and you splat colors on each other. See, <laughs> does it sound fun? It sounds like I want to join into that festival. 
<laughs> yes, it, it's a fun festival. And we know about the fun. Again, this book has the fun along with the greater goodness, the message of greater goodness, why we celebrate good over evil, the practices, the big bonfire we have the day before this uh, color splat splatting event. Um, why do we ha have that, all these, and the legends behind the festival is also explained along with the values we derive from them. Because for me, okay, you hear the story, but then how do you apply in your practical life is very important. So I've tried to incorporate in all my books, um, all my festival series book, a real life incidents where they live the value I have told in the legend. So it's easier for them to practically apply. Yeah, you have to live with your learning. Yes, yes. You can't just learn it and then say, oh, I don't need it no more. No, yes. you actually have to live with your learning. Yes, so, it, so it, it's a nice way for children to just show in the book itself that, see, it has practical relevance even today. Exactly. And we need to continue to do that today with our kids. Yes. Share the cultures, keep spraying colors on people. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but going through everything that we're going through. Yes. But we are almost out of time. So where can our listeners and our viewers find you and your publishing house? So my publishing company is known as Eternal Tree Books. Please check out my books on www.eternaltreebooks.com. You can find them on Amazon as well. My latest release was Leaf Talks Peace, which is again on peace education, Buddha's message of harmony. And it has been endorsed by the Dalai Lama. Uh, for which I am very, very grateful. And I'm the first Indian author for whose picture book he has written a foreword for. And uh, it's for anyone and everyone who, who wants to have a library dedicated to peace education in their home. If you are looking for such books, there are very few out there. And my book will speak to children. It has a leaf character on it named Harmony. So do, do check out my work on eternaltreebooks.com. That is a wonderful message. And I'm so thankful that you're on the show today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And for our viewers and our listeners, happy reading. <laughs>